My name is John Marchada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. I'm aware that I've been absent from putting episodes out as of recently. Um, there's reasoning behind that. Uh, a couple of those reasons are personal. Um, in my absence, uh, there has been quite a quite a bit of um, obviously news. I mean, that that's really not stopped, right? The the news cycle and the amount of news, the quantity um, of things that have happened uh, is immense. I mean, it's it's been that way for the past uh, for four years or so, four or five years. So um, there's a lot to it. But anyway, so one of I think the more important uh, things that have happened since uh, my last episode um, is a, a video that went viral a few nights ago. Um, that showed uh, footage of the inside of a voting station in Georgia. Uh, I can't remember the city right now. I'm driving, so. Um, But what is so profound about that video is that it corroborates what has been said since November 4th, the day after the election. Um, said by the Republican and Trump-supporting volunteers and poll workers um, and what they said happened on the night of November 3rd, not just in this one location, uh, because it didn't just happen there. It happened in numerous locations, um, in numerous uh, cities, in numerous swing states. Um, I don't, I don't know of. There may be in, in instances that's that's been in non-swing states like California or Texas or, or New York, um, but you don't have the same things that have happened there. Um, and what what occurred was that at around ten or eleven at night, I think it was closer to eleven. Um, at these poll stations, uh, these poll workers came out, other poll workers, Democrats, came out to tell everybody, all right, we're done counting. Um, we'll, we'll finish in the morning, I guess, but uh, we're done counting tonight. Everybody has to go home. And you can see everybody leave. And then in this, in this video, you see four Democrats uh, come back in the room, make sure that nobody's around, and then they start pulling out bins. Now, they, I know some people said suitcases, uh, but they look like uh, just black bins. Um, and they pull them out from underneath tables. And there's video that shows them previously having set up these tables and whatnot. Um, I don't know if it shows the video of them putting these bins underneath them. But they pull them out and they continue counting. That alone should have been enough for a... An investigation into what was going on there. That shows fraud, mind you. I'm not gonna fucking play around with the the patty cake uh, uh, foreplay that the left wants to do in order for them to come up with uh, an excuse and uh, dismiss it. This is fraud. I knew, and you all know, as well as them 
this is actually relative to what's going on in my personal life right now, and I'll talk on that here in a second, but this is all relative to that. The mindset of what's been happening. So, from the get-go, you have Donald Trump winning and winning everything uh, the day, night of the election. He was ahead of... Uh, Biden, what was it in Pennsylvania? I think he was ahead by seven or 800,000 votes. He was ahead in Michigan. He was ahead in Wisconsin. He was ahead in all of these swing states. And these were key states for them to pull this shit. Because they stopped counting. And then when you wake up in the morning, turns out they didn't. That is fraud. got onto a uh, Sam Cedar video last night. What was he talking about? I think it was a Tim Pool debate. He really, he really likes to um, bask in his own projected uh, uh, victories and quote-unquote uh, fallen enemies. He debated uh, Tim Pool. There is, I don't know if it went viral, but there is a, a moment where in his debate, Sam Cedar, in his debate with Tim Pool. Uh, Tim brought up Thanos from the Avengers, from Marvel Comics, uh, as an analogy um, to get uh, Sam Cedar. And Sam's response, which is a fucking lie, is that he doesn't watch. He didn't watch the Avengers. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And it was kind of like a, a, a counter god. I got you there, you know. You're a child watching kids' movies. I don't watch kids' movies. It was a lie. How do I know it's a lie? Because he's a leftist and he speaks on, on obviously politics, but he also speaks on poppy shit because that's what the left likes. He knows who Chris Evans is. You know what I mean? He knows who Captain America is. He's seen the fucking movie. He's got two kids. You really expect us to believe that you've never seen a Marvel movie? It's entertainment, and not just that. We've been in a lockdown since... If you haven't seen these fucking movies and you've got kids, yeah, more than likely your kids are going to want to watch these movies. Even little girls. It's It was just a fucking flat-out lie, but that's what he likes to do. So anyway, that happened with him and Tim Pool. And so he thinks he beat Tim Pool. He didn't. He's on the wrong side of everything. He's, he's a leftist. But as I said before, he's the best that the left has went to law school, learned how to make uh, good-sounding arguments for bad ideas. And that's what he does. <clears throat> and uh, the debate was uh, that, that Tim Pool was in, was in it with a guy named Destiny, and I think Destiny and another dude named Bosch are, uh, are, are friends to a certain degree. They're all lefties. And they were trying to rip on Tim not being able to prove um, uh, fraud. But they, they touched on fraud. And I, I had been waiting for this. I, I wanted to see what Sam Cedar, because I don't watch him all the time. It's just, I, I have a hard time sitting down listening to a pompous, pretentious asshole uh, talk about anything. You know, and, um, and that's what Sam Cedar is. And... Uh, uh, Tim did get caught, or at least the segments that they used, but as they say about James O'Keefe from Project Veritas, it was, it was, um, uh, what's it called? 
uh, it's a type of editing. It's like a a uh, uh, a bad editing. I can't think of words right now. For fuck's sake. Oh, there's a part on this highway that is so fucking scary when people come on it. They come on from the left. I just had an 18 wheeler. Oh. That's, uh, I'm usually not too worried about that, but that one is, uh, when an 18 wheeler comes on you. That's what she said. Um, not fraudulent, uh, editing. What the fuck is it? Malevolent editing? I don't know. But whatever they say about, uh, James O'Keefe, which it isn't, um, deceptive editing. That's what it is. Fuck. But so they try to say that James O'Keefe does deceptive editing. He doesn't. You hear, he, he lets them hang themselves with their own rope. He gives them the ability, like he just lets people play that James O'Keefe does. But what they did with uh, uh, Tim Pool's video and the editing that they did made it look like Tim didn't have any answers to questions. It's what they love to do. They have to sound right. They're narcissists. They're self-centered and self-serving and self-righteous. Everything that they've been saying about Christians for 30 years is exactly what the leftists are. But anyway, Sam Cedar went on to claim that there was no fraud. No fraud. But for the past four years, it's been Russian collusion, right? And the reason that I say four years is because the left still believes that there was collusion. That Trump colluded with Russia, even though they had everything at their disposal. And this is the difference between that and 9-11, right? 9-11, it absolutely was an inside job. Our government was involved. And the difference between what they did to Trump and the investigations that happened during 9-11 is... One, they were in control of the entire um, investigation against themselves in 9-11. So, of course, that's not going to come out to show any proof. They were in control of everything. They were in control of the media. They are in control of those that were performing the investigations. And in this case, they were still in control of everything, but they were going against someone. They weren't going against themselves. And they still couldn't find anything. They still didn't have anything to hold against the president. Well, yeah, Sam Cedar came out to claim that there was zero fraud. Zero fraud. In the, in the wake of the viral video that just came out from Georgia that corroborates everything that was said by all of the poll workers in all of these different uh, um, swing states. It's disgusting how blatantly obvious they have been in, in, in uh, attempting to usurp the, the seat of the presidency. All they want is power. And these fucking cult members that are their voters, and it's not all of them, it's not all Democrats, I think that there are plenty of people who voted for Biden that are level-headed, smart people, didn't like Trump, you know, they they like the ideas of, of 
uh, the Democrats, you know, they still love their country. I'm not saying it's all of them, but the talking heads, the, the ones that are, that really get active in this, I, I can't help it, but to see this, I mean, fucking prove me wrong. Any, any leftist that lives, that listen to my show, please tell me where I'm wrong. Let's have a debate. I'll debate you. I got no problem with that. I want to know if I'm wrong about any of this, fucking bring it to me. Let me know. Because I don't want to be on here t- saying shit that's incorrect. I'm certainly not going to lie to you. Just like Owen, Owen Benjamin says, I may be wrong, but I'm not lying. So fucking bring me the information that shows me that this isn't a cult on the left. And it's funny that they say that about Trump. I think it's more so because just because they want to insult their enemies. Everybody's on a team. But see, that's why I'm not, I'm not I never take a political side. I don't want a fucking team. Because what often happens is you have team members that go and do fucked up shit and then you cover for them because you're on the same side. I don't want to do that. Trump has had some issues. Trump has done some shit wrong. You need to be able to criticize him. He's not God. We don't worship him. But in the same sense, he's been a good president. He's been be- certainly better than the last four. Holy fuck. Light years. Not just head and shoulders above Bush Sr., Clinton, Bush Jr., and Obama. Fucking light years. Light years better than all four of those pieces of shit. And what's relative? Well, it's the mindset that the liberal leftist progressive democrat socialist communist social justice warrior has in the wake of the election. It's relative to what I've actually got going on right now. And I'll explain it like this. I have... I have... um, Not spoken very ill of my ex. I mean, I, I haven't said the nicest of things, but at the same point, I haven't outright went after like I'd like to, like I have about some people. Because I know that my son's going to listen to this at some point or another in his life. He's going to listen to all these episodes. I'm his father. He wants to know. I would want to know. My dad had a fucking podcast, whether or not I agreed with it. I want to hear what he has to say. I've said that to my mom. You know, I, it, it's the weirdest thing that both of my parents, my mom, I know where she stands, but she doesn't want to talk to me about politics. I'll sit down and have a conversation with her all day, but oftentimes it turns into a pretty nasty debate between me, her and I. And, um, there's areas that I've tried to not allow it to go that way and, and uh, hold back, but those politically minded in that area tend to get pretty pretty rough. Now, it sounds like I'm blaming it on my mom. I would say a lot of it does go to my mom. Now, I'm not trying to dishonor her in any way, shape, or form. But, seemingly, that's how it goes. Right? But I've told her, I want to hear what you have to say. And she's, because, I think she's asked before, why do you want to have a conversation about all this? Because you're my mother. I want to hear. I mean, you're the one parent that was there for me. You know? My father, who wasn't really there for me, would never tell me. He never told me who we voted for. It's just the strangest thing. Why would you do that to your own kid? Why wouldn't you want them to know 
where you stand. Don't if if it's a solid place that you stand on and take an issue on. Don't you want your kids to take that same issue, or is is it not good enough? Like, are you ashamed of the side that you take? It doesn't make any sense. My son knows that I voted for Trump. My son knows that I, I stand for the Constitution, you know, and he always will. So anyway, long story short, my son's going to listen to all of this. And the thing about me and his mother, we're half of him. I'm, it's a hundred percent of me makes up half of him and a hundred percent of her makes up half of him, right? Physically speaking, I suppose. If you're if you're spiritual, you understand that uh, our blood is in him and, and part of our spirit, right? So anyway, knowing that it's we're a part of his identity, and if I were to say things that uh, negative about her, it can hurt him, and that's not my job. My job isn't to hurt my son. My job is to protect him, to keep him safe, to raise him to be a good person. That's my job right? Raise him to be God-fearing. That's my job. That's why God gave me my son. And that's exactly what happened to by the way. So, however, in mid-October, and I think I might have talked to you guys about this, in mid-October, um, there was an incident at her house with my son. Um, quickly, I'll explain it um, he's 10 years old and before the bus came she wanted him to go use the bathroom and he didn't need to so he said he didn't want to and she fought with him I'm going to stop right there why would you fight with a 10 year old about going to the bathroom it's not as if he's 4 and he's not going to go to the bathroom when you tell him to and then as soon as he gets on the bus or as soon as he gets in the car to go wherever they pee they need to go to the bathroom and it, and it inconveniences you or them and then they maybe pee their pants he's 10 not 4 that's not going to happen and let's say he doesn't go to the bathroom and he needs to and he pisses his pants well it'll only take once and I can guarantee you he'll never do it again I can guarantee you, you won't have to tell him to go to the bathroom, which you don't have to right now because he's fucking 10 and he knows when he has to go piss. My point about that is, it's her mindset. She fought with a 10 year old. Now, I, I lecture him if need be, if he gets in trouble, but I don't spend time arguing with my son. Like when he starts to, and he's and he's at a bit of a rebellious age, I think there's a lot of factors that have, have put him at that level right now at, at only 10. But I know who the authority figure is. It's me. I don't sit there and argue with him. I tell him how it is, and that's that. And then I tell him that's it. He may want to argue, and I'll let him know. It'll lead you to getting in trouble with me. So... There is a stark difference between her and I in understanding who the authority figure is and not arguing with a 10-year-old. I'm going to extend uh, the explanation of what happened to the description. So she fought with him, or argued with him. And at some point, she started to chase him around the kitchen table. What the fuck? So she's lowered her mindset to a 10-year-old's and then starts chasing him around the table. He's wearing a hoodie and she grabs the hood of his hoodie 
as he's running around the table. Well, his momentum caused him to all of a sudden become top-heavy and sling backwards on his back. Dropped him to the floor. She's still holding on to it. She ends up dragging him across the kitchen floor, across the, the front room floor, and maybe another room. I can't remember the exact layout of her house. And forces him into the bathroom. Now, many of us were raised, you know, 30 years ago, under kind of different circumstances, right? We had tougher parents, especially my parents. My grandfather, I remember my uncle telling me this, my uncle is older than my father. My uncle used to kick my father's ass when he would be an annoying little brother. And I guess in this one particular situation, they were in the basement, and my dad did something to my uncle, and my uncle hurt him. And my dad started to cry. Aloud, right? Whining and yelling. So here comes my grandfather. My uncle said all he did was he walked down, he saw my dad crying over in the corner, he looked at my uncle, and he fucking punched him in the chest. Like a man. He said he punched me in the chest, I flew about six foot back, hit the wall, and laid there. And then my my dad, which would be my grandfather, uh, went upstairs, and that was it. Fuck! I gotta make this. Nice. Sorry, I had, to, I had to make some maneuvers on the highway. Um, and that was enough. He fucking, like a man, which today obviously would be looked at as uh, child abuse, fucking punched my uncle in the chest. <laughs> and that was just parenting. My grandfather had a way about him. He said, you know, that was it. I'm going to hit you one time, and you're never going to do that again, and you're going to know, you're going to evaluate the situation, and you're going to know not to do that again, or else I'm going to fucking come and hit you again. You know, that was it. Now, there's a difference between what my grandfather did, and the example that I gave you, and my ex-wife. And that example is, my grandfather is a man and a father and my ex-wife is a mother mothers don't tend to punish in such a way slapping I get that you've heard about grandmas and shit going and grabbing switches and whatnot. yeah yeah but the overall punisher of the family is supposed to be the father and not only that the way in which she punished him. I've talked about it before in spankings. I believe in spankings. I've given both of my kids plenty of spankings. And it's not a lot. It's not, I don't, I don't even think either one of them is above like, uh, shit, am I supposed to go across this? I don't think either one of them, um, I've gotten above 20 in their life, if that. And a lot of those were just kind of like swats more than a spank. Um, but a spank, a spanking it should just be once. One spank. Bare hand to bare ass. If you can feel a sting on your hand, you know they have a sting on their ass, that should be enough. That's all it takes. Uh, it shouldn't be, you know, three, four, five times. And most important of all, there should be no anger on the side of the Punisher. I have never whooped either one of my kids out of anger. Now, this is all coming from my father. 
I learned this from my father and it was incredible. For the amount of shit that I talk about my dad, this was one of the best things that he could have taught me. I have seen people out of pure rage beat their kids' asses, swatting them, I don't know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. That's too much. You don't need it. And there is a there is a, a, a serious implication that, that your kid understands. If you can hit them one time, and that's it. And I mean hit them on their ass, right? Not closed fist. I've never hit either one of my kids. Never would with a closed hand. None of that shit. Because there's a way to do it. But my ex did it out of anger and rage, really. I know, I remember how she was. Terrible. This broad used to fucking punch me as I was driving. She'd get so fucking mad at whatever fight we were having. I remember one time I saw on the peripheral, um, she turned her her uh, diamond engagement ring around so that she would hit me with it. And did. Drew blood. Crazy bitch. So I know how fucking crazy she is. And I don't mind saying this shit now because I don't know if this will hurt him anymore. I don't think it would. He hates his mother. My son does. He hates her. Because it hasn't just been... Oh, fuck. Is it here? Yep, it's right there. It hasn't just... Oh, fuck. Is it... it hasn't just been... Um... Get out of town. It hasn't just been this incident of of um, physical abuse. Although there's a couple of other instances I'm not really going to talk too much about right now, but except for this one, this one here, which kind of set everything off. Uh, but there's been a, a ton of mental abuse that she has uh, put on my kid. And it's disgusting. Um, the name she's called them, uh, the things that she said. She's been talking shit about me, and, and this was a, goes against court order. She's been doing this since he was since the divorce. She has, uh, and in the 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 thing that's worked against her. Now I've only ever let her hang herself with her own rope. I've never talked uh, negative about her in front of my son. The closest that I've ever come was to say that I disagreed with her to my son and that she shouldn't have done whatever she did but she is uh, and, the, and a big reason why is because I knew that allowing her to hang herself with her own rope I wasn't going to I knew that my kid me and him have had a, 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 a bond since the day he was conceived basically I guess you know God gave him to me and I knew that I was going to be his father you know, or at least the day that I found out that she was pregnant um, that was my son and I was going to be a good father to him I always wanted to be a father and um, I've treated it as that ever since I've, I can't tell you how many times I've told my son I'm your father not your friend and I, I don't even like saying that because I've said it that way before I like more so saying I'm your father first and your friend later you know um, because I have to punish him when he does something wrong you have to Kids that go unpunished, it's just like what I've talked about with my ex-wife and the shit that she's gotten away with. 
and it happens with politicians and shit. It's it's why AOC keeps running her mouth about shit. And in BLM and Antifa, especially Antifa, perfect example. If you want your kid to end up like Antifa, don't punish them. Don't punish them for the things that they should be punished for, because it spoils the kid, and then they think they're untouchable. Gavin McGinnis talks about this all the time. When somebody first gets punched in the face, especially one of these Antifa retards, all of a sudden it changes their whole perspective, and it does. Mike Tyson's famous quote, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah, because it changes things. It's not like in the movies. It's not dramatic. You can't just take a 100,000 punches like fucking Mickey from uh, uh, Snatch, you know, Brad Pitt's character. Very, very few people can take that much punishment. But... Ugh. Anyway, so she's she's been doing that to him for a long time. Oh, oh, that's what I was getting at. Um, is that me and him have a very uh, uh, strong bond. And I'm his favorite person. As of right now, I'm still Superman to him. I can beat up anybody to him. You know what I mean? Like that that sense. That my dad's going to always protect me. What's, what's chipping away at that is these fucking laws. Right? It's the court system. Because... When he's over there, I can't protect him. And that bothers me quite a bit, especially in his eyes. I want to be Superman in his eyes for as long as I can be. You know? Um, I mean, I've, I have I still tell him when I make mistakes, and I admit to that. And I, you know, um, he's seen me make mistakes. He's seen me do things wrong. And it, the more important thing that I want out of that, I don't necessarily want him to just look at me as Superman. I want him to see a man adhere to the truth so anyway um, we're basically we're best friends right me and my son I'm his favorite person well she's been shit talking his favorite person for as long as he can remember that doesn't bode well with him <clears throat> and um, it's made it I mean it's straight up made it to the point where he hates it with her, going over there he hates her no joke and I've done nothing to promote that. In fact, I've done things to go against that. I've tried to tell him that's your mother, you know, God wants you to honor your mother and your father, you know, so you need to be honorable to her. Um, you know, she's still your mom. I want you to have a good relationship with her. Uh, you know, it's hard right now. Shit like that. Um, but she just keeps fucking making it worse and worse and he wants nothing to do with her. So anyway, um, once this first incident happened, uh, CPS got involved and they got involved because I picked him up on that day that the incident happened. Uh, he told me about it. Um, and I decided, all right, I've, I've called CPS on her and her first ex-boyfriend. God, I, I, uh, that guy I wanted to kill, uh, because of some shit that I had heard, but, um, and they didn't do anything. The state is awful. They're awful. They're useless. Um, but the, uh, I had my son talk to a social worker at school who told the principal, um, and they told CPS and then there's a CPS investigation that was going on for about a month and a half. My son stayed with me the entire time, which was phenomenal. Um, and then they came up with the conclusion that there was no proof of abuse. Even though my son was adamant, he has been fucking 100% 
telling the truth the whole way, no deviations, you know, and I've the whole time let him say it, not included my own thoughts for the most part. Anybody that's been through a CPS investigation knows what the fuck that uh, consists of. Um, yeah, and then they came out after with no proof. Now, these people that are working it, these are people from Detroit. Um, and what I mean by that is they have such large case case loads that it's, it's a major city. So they're going to have too many case loads and they don't give a fuck. They do the most bare minimum of an investigation. They don't, they don't care. And on top of that, um, you have a little girl that is, um, that is lying to save her ass and she's not a troll. Although I don't think she's attractive anymore. You know, after you see somebody's ugly side for so long, they're not pretty to you. So, but I can see how other people might think that she's a pretty little girl that's crying. And for some reason, um, maybe it's micro evolution. Uh, people tend to feel bad for that. Um, and they want to help that person instead of helping the man over here, which would be me, uh, who's going, yeah, my son doesn't want to be with her. She's abusive. They don't want to believe anything negative about, you know, pretty things, I guess is what I'm saying. But also in that, and this is, this is the relative thing that I'm talking about when it comes to the left is when I've talked to my ex, she's denied everything. She denied that that incident ever happened. Um, and basic and has called my son a liar. She said that he's lying and yada, yada, yada. And then it, it progressed into you're manipulating him. You're making him say these things and whatnot. When she says that she knows what she did. I know that this bitch did the shit that she did. I know that because I know what it's like to live with her. I know the rage that that little girl has and she has no control over her temper. And I didn't think that she would ever do that to her own son. And I was wrong, sadly. I'm going for full custody, by the way. Uh, we just filed a few days ago. Um, and by the way, there's a, uh, uh, the police got involved and they're going forward with their, uh, with charges against her. So um, that's a couple of good things, hopefully that work out, but it still rests on what the prosecuting attorney has to say. She may, she may drop it, sadly. Um, uh, here's a, here's a point to show you about the CPS, these motherfuckers. Um, they didn't ask for a physical examination day one. They asked for a physical examination, I am not shitting you, 30 days later. This is a kid. Any marks that he would have had on day one would have absolutely been gone by day 30 because they have a faster healing factor. I mean, this is the stupidity. No one ever, and I didn't think, I didn't think to go have him examined the first day. No one, no one said a fucking word about it. Nobody took pictures, nothing. And then they asked for it 30 days later. I looked at him like, are you fucking serious? You want, a, you want a, a physical examination 30 days later. As if, what is that going to do? You're not going to find anything. Unless it's like a cut or a gunshot wound or something like that. Even an abrasion is going to damn near be gone 30 days later on a kid. So that's just to show you how stupid um, the state is. 
I'm man. I, I don't want to say that I'm an anarchist, but I swear, it, it shit like this really pulls me towards that. Um, fucking a man. But anyway, so when my ex-wife is telling me this shit, right? When she's saying that my son's lying and and she didn't do anything, she knows she did. She knows what she's done. There's a couple of other incidents uh, where she you know, that, that was brought up during all of this. And, you know, two, three weeks later after she had gotten over the initial shock and scare, they lawyered up, by the way. She almost, she says she almost lost her job, uh, that, you know, all this other shit. I don't know how true that is. Um, but I also don't give a fuck anymore. I just don't care. You know, I want my son full time. She can, she can fall off the face of the earth. Um, but, you know, two weeks after she's gotten over all of that and whatnot, now she talks to me, and this irks the shit out of me because it's what the left does. This is the relative thing. They talk to you knowing full well what they've done, but they're lying to you and saying that they never did. They're blaming you for shit and trying to project out their own shit on you. And they want you to go along with their story. This is what is relative. This is what evil people do. It's just another indication to let me know that the left, the liberal leftist, progressive Democrat, socialist, communist, social justice warrior is evil. It is an evil ideology. Altogether, they're all on the same side. Liberalism is the seed to all of that, by the way. And we're seeing the fruition of it. Of, of liberalism in the, the 30s. Back that far, far ago. 90 years ago. Nearly. We're seeing the end result. And it's not good. It can possibly tear down the greatest country that's ever existed. I'm going to put another episode out, out tonight. By the way, I've tried this episode I don't know how many times, dude. I lost track. How many tri- times I've tried putting this episode out. Fuck, it has been hard. I feel like I've done a pretty good job with this one, so I'm going to put this one out. But uh, this this has been fucking difficult. Um, because I get so heated. I get And then I fucking lose train of thought, and uh, I can't come back to it. And I just decide I've, I've said some shit that maybe I shouldn't have. But I think I, I feel like I've done a good job on this one, so I'm going to put this one out. But that's the relative. And I know it was kind of a long explanation, but you know how I am in explaining shit. Um my own personal life in dealing with somebody who I perceive as evil. That's why I want to get my son away from her now because she's also shown herself to be physically violent. Um, yeah. And, 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 uh, what's the word? Destructive for him, both physically and mentally, physically now, but has been mentally for a very long time. Um, and hopefully it works out. I mean, he's he's 10. I guess it's about 12 years old when they can say who they want to live with full time. Um, but I think the circumstances uh, that we find ourselves in, um, I, I, I hope. This is, I don't have a lot of hope in the state. I don't have a lot of hope in the court system. Uh, sadly, I live in a pro-mother state, which is a joke in any state. It's disgusting. Even if there were such a large... Um, percentage of fathers that didn't stick around and shit like that why would you ever make it one fa- one one parent over the other why wouldn't you make it 
pro-child? Why don't we hear pro-child state? You know? And I don't give a fuck what their explanation is. It's bullshit. Anytime that you take away from the kid, you're not helping the kid. You can't have something like, what is it? Um, Child Protective Services. What a joke in a name. Friend of the court. They're not friend of anybody. It's it's all a lie, dude. It's it's all for, I would say, control and, and, and power. And that's it. So... But, you know, I'm not, I don't know. I, I feel confident that there's too much evidence. And I think that's what I, I take so much confident, confidence in. Not only that, you have a 10-year-old that will tell you everything that happened. And it's, his story has not changed at all. Um, I'm confident in that uh, that should get us through everything. That should get us through the pro-mother bullshit. Um Dude, I have been keeping documentation for eight years. I've got over, I've got a fucking novel and a half of information against this woman. So um, hopefully at some point or another, I'll have good good news for you guys in the future of, well, at least for me, of, um, of my son um, staying with me, you know. But again, fathers, men and women, this is why I tell you to be picky. You do not want to ever go through this shit. I promise you, you don't want to go through this. This is why I say date a lot and be fucking picky on whoever it is that you end up with. You never want to go through this. It is awful. And especially, and not just, I mean, for me, yeah, it's hard. But to look at my own son as he's crying, not wanting to leave me. And there's, you feel fucking powerless. Is this the fucking place? You feel fucking powerless. So, but hopefully I'll have some good news for you guys um, here in a bit. Uh, I'll keep you updated. And until then, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a